I need new music. This is the JJO Discover New Music Podcast. very excited a i guess a, a friend of the sh- no that's not you're so much more than you're family now to jjo at this point yeah family yes you guys have no idea how much i love you and all of the people that listen to the station because everybody comes from the woodworks on everywhere and all the platforms um and you were the first station i think to play our song so from the new record i think uh, you were the first one well, you know, you didn't have to twist our arm one bit. We uh, we love you guys, and uh, we are just so excited to have brand new Stitched Up Heart and so excited to have Mixie here to talk with us. So let's get right into it, because I know you guys have probably just been running at 100 miles an hour, getting this all ready to go, but uh, now it's announced, and mark it down on your calendars. September 1st, To the Wolves, the third studio album coming out, uh, the current single, Possess Me. Third studio album. You guys have been at this now for over a decade. You guys have been chipping away, working it, being on the road, being in the studio. What maybe stood out making this album compared to Darkness or even the debut Never Alone? You know, it takes a couple albums, I think, for a band to really find the vision 100%. And, you know, it'll evolve, it'll change. But this the vision for this record was so focused from the beginning. We knew, um, we knew we, we, I wanted more riffs. I wanted some more, I wanted some lead solos like in there. Like we didn't even have any in any of the other songs. It's so weird. I wanted to scream more. Uh, you know, I, as far as the visual aesthetic for it, I think we were just getting darker and darker and creepier. And, you know, it's a lot of werewolves and vampires and influenced visually by like the underworld movies and, and stuff like that. We watched a lot of vampire werewolf movies when we were writing this, so <laughs> you'll be able to tell that in the, uh, you know, in the music a little bit. But it was so focused, uh, more focused than I think we've ever been. And I kind of like was a control freak with everything. Like I wanted it to be like I had a tunnel vision, and I didn't listen to anybody. <laughs> I was like, this is it. No, this is what I want to do. At least for this record, right. you know, like it'll probably evolve and change. We never want to do the same thing, but um, we're all so proud and it is exactly what we wanted to do for darkness we wrote 70 songs for that record for this one we wrote maybe 15 because we were we knew exactly what it was you know and so uh what we were missing out of the last record was the heavier stuff the screams you know and you haven't heard one of the songs yet i don't think that we're coming out within a a, a month and it's literally the heaviest song. I know that people say that all the time, but it's the heaviest song we've ever, ever, ever done. And I told my grandma, like, I don't think that you're my target demographic. So even though I love you, (laughs) I love you. And this is going to get creepy grandma. Like, you know, I had to give her disclosure beforehand. Um, I was like, don't worry. I'm not worshiping Satan over here. It's just creative art. And um, I just wanted to get kind of creepy with it, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. My grandma's not allowed to listen to my show. She knows I do radio, but I'm like, grandma, don't ever listen. I'm still your sweet little grand boy. And uh, that's it. Just keep it that way. Keep it that way. Is there uh, maybe 
the band's maturity that really comes out on this record? You, you know, you're saying finding that sound, being in control. Is, is that come with now the time spent in the studio, on the road, and that, that maturity at, at where the band's at? Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, you know, typically with the sophomore record, like Darkness, um, and that one was released March 2020, so it was amazing impeccable timing but um we really this the sophomore album you know an artist really doesn't know what they're doing because you're kind of pulled in different directions and the first album did so well like at radio with finally free and monster and catch me and so we were just like okay so this is who we are now and then i think we tried too hard to do what everybody was telling us to do that this record i think we just stopped listening to other people and really truly like looked deep in, and thought okay, what do we listen to? What do we like? Uh, not what everybody else likes. Don't like, we have to really, we care so much about everybody else, all the listeners. We don't want to alienate anyone, but we do have to be true to ourselves. And this is the most us, I think, than we've ever been able to find yet, you know? So yeah, I'm really excited about it. I can tell. And it comes through obviously in the music and what you guys have done. And now with this first taste in Possess Me, tell us about that track and it, it being the lead off one and what this song is from the band and what people can expect when, if they haven't heard it yet, if they've been living under a rock, of course. So I lived under a rock for the last couple of years. So I totally get it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm dusting myself off and like, no. how do we do this again? But no, uh, Possess Me, that was one of the first songs we actually wrote uh, for the record. And it, uh, I kind of tried to bring some elements back from Monster, uh, the song Monster that we did, where it was very passionate and dramatic and extreme and dynamic in the verses. I wasn't going for those monster notes anymore, though. I'll tell you that. Those <laughs> high notes, I'm over that. But the, I'm a very visual person when I write. And when I was writing this song, it was about like a succubus or an incubus demon kind of seducing me and trying to make it romantic in a sense and, you know, very passionate. And so I was like imagining it like in the living room, writing these lyrics, like <laughs> in Nashville, we wrote most of the record with Mitchell Marlowe mm -hmm. and uh, I visualized it. And I, I don't know, maybe if his house was haunted, but I definitely visualized it and it definitely came through. There's, a lot of intense emotion in that song with the screams coming from the soft vocal. And um, I wanted it to be like, whoa, what's happening? Like jump scares almost, you know? <laughs> um, and uh, it was really fun to write. We It took us a while to finish it because this record, we do have a lot of production. Merritt, our guitar player, went insane on the production on this. Um, he's really evolved on, you know, just weird sounds. And like, there's a lot of like monsters uh, in with my screams. Sometimes there's like actual monsters. And it would be that we, we took the dog's little growl or <laughs> like a little eh, and turned it into this oh, like, <laughs> tiny little palm. Ski growl. Oh, uh, Mary, you say hi. Hey, what's up, buddy? <laughs> we got the whole crew here. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Yeah, I was just popping down to check on the dogs, see how they're doing outside. And well, uh, uh, is the is the one dog going to get royalties now because it's in the song? <laughs> It'll probably make more money than us, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, give them the credit. Give them the writing credit on there, the performing credit. Yeah, we're going to actually, we, I don't know why we didn't think about that. Well, the dog will never know. 
That's right. That's right. He's going to lawyer up and we're all in trouble. That's it. We got to make sure that we're that we're good. Doggy lawyers. Don't mess with everybody them. wants a piece of the pie, right? No, damn it. They do. I tell you. Well, I, I think it's it's great. And we got to see the music video. You know, that has been out. And really, it's just cool to see that progression in the band. And, I, and like you said, in the sound and in the writing and the production from start to finish. Is there along with Possess Me, is there maybe a, a song on the record that really, really latches on to you? Like, you really love it's kind of your song from this album there's so many uh merit what do you think possess me is his like it is his it's his it it really is a milestone in his writing Um, yeah because a a lot of the time when we're writing it's like a group effort Mm -hmm. so like we'll all have ideas like with our producer and we'll like write something and then we'll change it and it just kind of morphs you know it's a cool creative process right but possess me it didn't really do that a lot. It basically started with this idea I had that I wrote in my studio here. And we took some things out to make room for the vocal or whatever. And we rearranged the beginning riff a bit. But for pretty much besides that, it, it was all fundamentally me, which was like kind of weird and exciting because it was just like, oh, if it's not broken, then don't fix it. Right. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, for me, that's like, you know, possess me for sure. And then another one, Bunker and Divide. It's like slower and chill. It's not as like crazy, but that one was a little bit crazy for me too, because we did the demo of it, just like the demo vocals. I don't consider myself like a vocal producer producer by any means. Like I'm more of like the music guy, like that's where my head is. And we just did like the demo vocals and then we sent it over to Mitch and he like added stuff and, you know, and then I did some programming on it. And then we were like, okay, well, we have to retake the vocal. And everybody was happy with it. And I was like, <laughs> so like that one was kind of weird where like I got like vocal credit just because it was like so random. <laughs> I love it. It works. And go with it. Yeah, we're just growing like in all of those uh, dynamics. And since he's been able to learn how to record vocals, I, he's been teaching me because there's you don't just put a mic up to your face and go that's it. There's a lot of like effects and reverbs and um, mixing and EQing and making sure that, you know, there's not too much low end and high end and all this other stuff that you don't think about that to make it really, really pop on the record. So uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're dialing it in. <laughs> Listen, rate, Share, subscribe, discover new music now at WJJO.com, in the JJO app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rock has a new interview every Thursday evening between 6 and 7. 941 JJO. I need new music. This is the JJO Discover New Music Podcast.
bringing this big sound, this this new dynamic as you guys continue to grow your sound to the live shows, that's got to be kind of a new exciting part now and a new challenging part for the band as well because you're just getting bigger and bigger sound-wise. It is. Yeah, sound is always an evolution. I mean, we've definitely had some bad sound days <laughs> and that sticks with you forever. Um, but like we are learning how important it is and we're, we're really, really focused on make. I mean, we didn't, we toured without a front of house sound guy for like most of our career and didn't realize how important it is to have somebody in the front of house and making sure that you sound good. We hear it in our ears and we practice it a million times and this is what it sounds like to us. We don't know what's happening out there. Mm -hmm. So that's something that we have really been dialing in and trying to figure out how to make it sound as good as possible. And it's definitely a process, especially with how much effects and layers we put in our music. I don't think anyone is going to be disappointed. We never are when it comes to Stitched Up Hearts. So you guys just get up there and do your thing. And I think we're all going to be happy. One other thing with this album that I saw, you guys have on the title track to the Wolves, you feature Craig Mabbitt from Escape the Fate. And you've worked with other artists, notably uh, Sully Erna. You've had him on tracks. So people may have heard of him from God smack what's the fun part about bringing in those outside sounds and those outside people and then what does that also do for the sound that you guys are going for on that album yeah craig is so we have the same management as escape the fate so luckily that helped out a lot <laughs> uh, craig and all the guys over escape the fate have been super supportive we wrote the song that the to the wolf song we actually just went over to the studio to kevin thrashers who's part of escape the fate who's also producing with like Gwen Stefani just made her new song. He did the Machine Gun Kelly stuff. Travis Barker, he he works with him as an engineer. So he's in with all the cool kids. <laughs> uh, so he, he carved out a little time for us, which was really cool. And we literally wrote the the skeleton of that song in like maybe two hours mm -hmm. and then went back and like did all the vocal takes and kept the original takes. And yeah, so it, it was pretty awesome. And then Craig came in later and I just was scared to ask him. I'm always scared to ask, you know, I think we were going for a more scene kind of thing on this and Escape the Fate is a mixed blend between the radio world and the, the Warped Tour world. World. It's mm -hmm. like a great combination, you know, with the screams and all the weird stuff we're doing now. But <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he was all about it and wanted to support. And then we we're like, OK, well, can he get in the music video? Yes, he did it. And then now he's like, OK, well, take us on tour. And then <laughs> <laughs> and it's amazing. Some people will really go above and beyond. And I'll always remember that. And I'll always try to pay it forward on our end, you know? Yeah. Again, we have just gotten a little taste. September 1st cannot get here soon enough. The third album from Stitched Up Heart to the Wolves. Mark it down on your calendars, then go get it and then go see him on the road. You guys got a big tour ahead of you too what, what talk about that tell us a little about that yes with escape the fate they're headlining and their show is going to be insane they're they're going all out on production so it's going to be really exciting to watch and uh we've got point north who else is on this tour <laughs> garzy it's a big yeah. lineup you guys and got. Drugs, garzy yeah. yeah it's it's gonna be really fun and so we're excited because it's been a, a little while since we've done a full tour Right, right. Well, back uh, back at it in the vans, in the buses, on the road, and we'll see you guys very soon. Uh, I know I got a sneak peek at them. Dogs are doing well. Are they going on the road with you, or are they, they going to stay home? I really would love to bring them, but everybody kind of voted against it. One dog, you know, one dog is okay, but two dogs, it's like... The boy dog, you know, he's crazy. <laughs> well, that and the three other boys that you're touring with as well. You know, it's that's a, that's a lot. That's a lot right there. So 
it's just anybody opens the RV door. I mean, Biddy ran out a few times. <laughs> yeah. And it was scary. It's safer for them to be home, even yeah. though having a dog on the road when you like, maybe if you have like a weird show or something and you come back and your dog is just like, <laughs> and I'm like, you're like, Oh, it doesn't matter anymore. Right. You got your best. You got your number one fan there. Well, okay. Are you still just going to FaceTime them then? I'm sure you're a FaceTime the dog's kind of mom, aren't you? Well, yeah. And I have a little camera set up in this room. So I kind of, I can talk to them through you the camera. Tell, is that the one you can give treats through? Is it one of those? I need one of those. No, this is just some like $30 camera, but um, that's a good idea. I just, just throw treats. That's right. They have this one. I swear. I think it's on like Sky Mall or something like that, but it's, you can push a little button and it'll drop a treat and then you can talk to your dog. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yes, so. I'm going to have to upgrade. <laughs> I tried to get my wife to install one here for me so she could drop treats to me when I'm stuck at home <laughs> and she's actually working. Uh, well, we're so excited for you guys. And this is just great. We can't wait to hear more before I let you go. Let's do rapid fire. Uh, and, uh, and then we'll get you on your way. Yes, this is, you, I want both. You both can give in. We'll, we'll do what. We'll all right. Uh, let's start with uh, a kind of a weird one. Bungle in the jungle or welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. Yeah. Okay. So not bungle in the jungle. You're not going with that one. I don't know what that oh, no. Okay. That's the second time this has happened to me. Bungle in the jungle. That's the old Jeff throw tall song oh yeah okay <laughs> when you get a chance just go listen to bungle in the jungle and then yeah, that's for a reference point okay what about this skittles or starbursts starburst yeah pink starburst specifically oh those are the good ones those are you can buy all pinks now you can get, yeah it's all pink dangerous See, uh, if you go with those kind of questions then we got that like you, you got that a, all right easy yeah we're we're, we're yeah uh would you rather have soaked jeans or damp socks Soap jeans. Soap jeans. Yeah. Soap jeans. Smart. I think that's a good one. Uh, would you rather see Bigfoot or Loch Ness Monster? I'm going to go with Loch Ness just because he said Bigfoot. You go opposite. <laughs> I mean, both would be cool. Now, I know. It would be awesome. Real quick. Did you recently hear they think that it's a whale penis and it's just so whales will breach the water and the, they'll have their penis out. And that's what they think <laughs> that, that you know, I'm Googling that right after we get I, off. This I please do. Please. We're going to look at whale penises oh, all day. <laughs> Thanks okay. a lot. Go down that whale penis rabbit hole that I went down. Trust me. But when you see it, you're like, <laughs> oh, OK, that makes sense. All right. Last one. Would you rather fight a man with bear arms or a bear with man arms? A bear with man arms. Opposite of him. I don't know. I feel like the man with bear arms would be the smart choice, but those bear arms are scary, you know? But he doesn't have the big face with the teeth and stuff, and he's way bigger. Bears are way bigger. That's true. Just the arms this time, you know? That's right. I guess he, and he'd be kind of a little, like, gangly, and he wouldn't. Yeah, I think. All right. All right. Yeah, balance. Either way, it's <laughs> never going to happen. Don't worry. Don't worry. Completely hypothetical. All right. Thank you both for humoring me. I appreciate it. And more importantly, thank you guys for taking the time to talk new music. Stitched up heart to the wolves. September 1st. Get it and then go see them on the road. I really appreciate it, guys. Thank you. We appreciate it more than you guys know. Like, you guys have our hearts. And yes, I love that you called it family because I feel that way about you. And thank you for always being so welcoming to us. It really means a lot. Pleasure is all ours. And you guys are a family for life so deal with it whether you like it or not whale penises and all uh we are family so <laughs> whale penises right we'll put that on a shirt or something all right uh that is discovery music on jjo listen rate share subscribe discover new music now at wjjo.com in the jjo app 
or wherever you get your podcasts. Rock has a new interview every Thursday evening between 6 and 7. 941 JJO. 